So for you to get the job done, you had Bob handling the Colonel, taking, I'm taking one for the team here. Luke, very important to the Elvis world. Did Elvis ever, ever consider him self washed up when he was meeting with you, like talking to you, like he felt like it was over his career, like, I need your help, Steve? Well, the only way I can answer that is he asked me a question saying, uh, what happens if the special bombs, if it's a failure? And I said, if it's a failure, television is instant. Unlike the movies, unlike where you have to wait to get the box office results over a period of time, uh, except for the Barbie movie now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a phenomenon. <laughs> What happens if the special bombs and it fails? And I said, Elvis, you'll still remember for your early hit records, you know, the Hound Dogs and Blue Suede Shoes and what have you. Uh, you know, there are lots and there are millions of people who loved your movies, even though I consider them more like B movies than, mm -hmm. than major features. I was trying to get them at the time. Midnight Cowboy had just come out with John Schlesinger directing and uh, English director, and I said, Elvis, instead of uh, insisting that they pay the Colonel a million dollar fee uh, to get you to do a movie, why don't you pay someone like Schlesinger a million dollars just to put, to be in one of his movies as the star, you know, and do something of real quality. And, uh, and the stories are endless about him being offered, a uh, star is born and so forth. And is he never, took my advice, unfortunately. But the point is, I said, Elvis, uh, conversely, if the television special is a hit, every door that is closed to you today, because Elvis by that time thought he'd been overtaken by the Beatles and the Stones and what have you, and he wasn't sure if young audiences would even accept him anymore. Because you know, he was out of sight for a good 10 years making these movies and what have you. And uh, even going into the army was the colonel's idea and he manipulated the whole thing because uh, he wanted him, uh, Elvis was kind of known as, uh, you know, kind of uh, ruining the morals of the younger generation, <laughs> which every generation kind of goes through between adults and their kids yeah and and every generation wants to make their own mark in their art and music and what have you and i said but if it's a success every door that was closed to you will reopen and you can do anything you you want to do which is exactly what happened and unfortunately uh the colonel uh you know when elvis had given me a list of things he wanted to do, starting out with uh, going around the world and meeting his fans and so forth. That was a big thing to him. Mm -hmm. that he has always had a desire to do. And uh, he never did anything. He ended up being, you know, I, I called it uh, years ago that he ended up being a saloon singer in Las Vegas. And uh, yeah. Really tragic. Now, did you take the, the the that walk down Sunset Strip with Elvis, talking to him, having a conversation about all this? We never walked down Sunset Boulevard. That's a, that's never happened. We just we well we did go out of my front door of my building on Sunset Boulevard and the Strip, 
opened up to the boulevard. So we just stood out there. We just walked out of our front door of the office building. and, and uh, Where was your office at on Sunset Strip? 8833 Sunset Boulevard near the Whiskey Ogogo. Oh, okay. Uh, just, just uh, you know, maybe two blocks uh, away. It, it was happening uh, on, on the Strip. At the time, uh, there was a, a strip joint across the street called the Classic Cat. Uh, there was an adult nightclub that was down the block. Everything converted to rock and roll after, you know, months of, uh, oh. especially when uh, all the record companies uh, came up with the idea of promoting their artists with billboards on Sunset Boulevard, which became quite famous. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, the record companies used those billboards to save millions of dollars in what they would have otherwise been forced to pay the artist. <laughs> but the artist's ego would always get in the way and, and they would, you know, forget, uh, you know, or their managers or their agents or whatever would kind of for, forget the clout that they had to mm -hmm. increase their royalties and their salaries and they would accept having their picture on Sunset Boulevard on these gigantic billboards. Uh, but it was exciting times. I mean, especially uh, when the Vietnam War was, was uh, really happening. And then, uh, you know, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, I think, did uh, Something's Happening. Uh, yes. They marched down in the middle of the street on Sunset Boulevard, which is a main thoroughfare. Uh, and it, it was every night something was happening on the street. And Elvis seeing that, meeting you at your office right there, he could see what's going on and what the change right there. Yeah, and the fact that when he, we walked out on Sunset, uh, you know, because he was, he was as curious as I was of what would happen if he went out there without bodyguards and an entourage and what have you. And when we walked out there, uh, I realized right away because we had not advertised that Elvis was even in Los Angeles. Uh, the real reason that he was totally ignored, which I talk about, and he was totally ignored, is because nobody thought it was the real Elvis. They thought it was, there were so many guys <laughs> walking around Hollywood at the time with those sunglasses and long sideburns and yeah. trying to emulate and look like Elvis that I, I, I think it was amusing that everybody who, who saw this guy just thought he was another Elvis character. You can catch more of this episode. Click on the links right at the end of this and make sure you subscribe, hit the bell to be notified, and catch Reinventing Elvis, the 68 comeback on Paramount+. Plus. Links will be in our description down below. Until then, everybody, we'll catch you all later. Who loves you, baby? We do.